Hello and welcome to our very first episode of the Womb with a View podcast powered by Campaign Life Coalition Youth, where we talk about all things pro-life in Canada. My name is Maeve. And my name is Kim. And we're your hosts, just two women who share the view that abortion is immoral. So on this show, we'll be discussing life issues in Canada through the lens of philosophy and pro-life apologetics. Today's episode will be answering the century-old question, are pro-lifers bad people? So, of course, there's quite a lot to unpack here, but I think the best place to start would just be with us sharing how we initially got involved in the pro-life movement in Canada. So, Kim, you have quite an interesting story. Um, You actually used to be pro-choice, is that correct? Yes, it is. That's super interesting. So tell me about how your mind changed on abortion and what drew you to become a pro-life activist. So when I was in high school, I was pro-choice. In one of my college classes, our teacher had us make a video about anything we wanted to. This one girl made a video about human rights violations. She started it off with showing pictures of other injustices, saying how horrible and evil and wrong they were, but being completely legal. Then she showed a picture of an aborted fetus. So was that your first time ever seeing abortion victim photography? Yes. I couldn't believe that was what an abortion actually looked like. You know, they tell us it's just a clump of cells. After that presentation, I went to lunch with some friends and we were just chatting and I asked them what they would do if they were ever pregnant. And one of them straight up said without hesitation, I'd kill it. And that just made me feel kind of icky because Mm -hmm. I just didn't, I didn't expect her to just be so upfront and acknowledge that it is in fact killing something. So that made me feel made me think like oh maybe i need to reevaluate my opinion you know do i really support that cuz mm-hmm. i don't i don't i didn't support using abortion as a form of birth control to just have careless and protected sex so that picture of an aborted baby kept haunting me it just kept creeping into my mind i couldn't forget about it so i became more and more pro life and at some point later on i saw a video of a first trimester abortion and that was it I was pro-life right then and there, without exception. I thought to myself that I can't just have this opinion and not do anything about it. I need to be more involved. So I emailed a bunch of pro-life organizations trying to say, like, hey, like, I want to volunteer. And some of them got back to me, and I was trained on how to have effective conversations and started doing activism with Toronto Against Abortion. This past summer, I interned with Campaign Life Coalition, and now I'm working full-time. That's really amazing, Kim. Um, I know that you're on fire now for the pro-life cause, and I mean... You know, you're working for Canada's or one of Canada's largest pro-life organizations. Um, But I think your story of abandoning the status quo of being pro-choice will actually resonate with a lot of people. Um, Mm -hmm. Maybe there's someone listening today who who is pro-choice or who is maybe apathetic towards the issue of abortion, who just needs to hear that it is, in fact, possible for someone to adopt the pro-life position. So that's really interesting. Um, My testimony is a little bit different. It's quite the opposite. Um, So I'm a cradle Catholic and I was raised by parents who are pro-life. My dad actually is a religion teacher at a high school and he kind of, you know, bestowed his interest in theology and philosophy on me. Um, We're pretty close and so we share that same interest. So like from a young age, we were having really deep philosophical conversations about like abortion and and these deep topics, these important Mm -hmm. topics. Um, so I think I was like 13 and I kind of fell into my like YouTube conservative phase. So I was watching like Lila Rose and Apologia Studios and Steven Crowder and Ben Shapiro, all those like big conservative <laughs> guys. Um, and I watched their like debate videos and like their apologetic videos. And that kind of sparked my interest in wanting to know everything 
I could about pro-life apologetics so that I was prepped to respond to every possible argument. So I spent like hours just watching these videos and like honing in on my Mm -hmm. pro-life apologetics and I never had like that formal training. Um, So that kind of like initiated my interest and then I realized like, you know, I have to do something more. Like what, how else can I get involved and like hear people speak? So I attended the March for Life in Ottawa when I was in high school Um, and most of the kids I went with were pro-choice and they were just going for like a free trip but I was there and I was super like honed into all the talks and I it was just really inspiring and it really like ignited my desire to get involved especially seeing that like oh there there's tons of other people who share the same view as me Um, and so following that after high school in 2020 well I guess I was in grade 12 I went to Washington, D.C. Um, for their March for Life with Campaign Life Coalition's mm-hmm. youth delegation. So that was also a really amazing experience because I like saw all these people that I really looked up to in person, right. um, which was really cool. And that's what, kind of how I initially got connected with CLC, not realizing that we also organized the National March for Life in Ottawa. Um, and then following that experience, I applied for the internship. So I was an intern in 2020 and in 2021 and then in the fall of 2021 i was in university um i was studying philosophy at the university of toronto and i decided that maybe school isn't for me right now and i decided to pursue Mm -hmm. pro-life work full-time like i really felt called to do that so i dropped out of university um and now i'm working full-time for the pro-life movement like here i am such an amazing story, Maeve. I can definitely testify that you are called to this pro-life movement. I just love listening to you when we do apologetics on the street and your pro-life 101 presentations. You're, this, is, this is where you're supposed to be. That's very sweet, Kim. Yeah, so Kim and I, we're both in the youth department together at CLC. So like, I think we make a great team. We're both like on mm-hmm. fire for the, for the pro-life cause. So um, yeah, Kim's amazing as well. Um, <laughs> so something that pro-lifers like that we hear on a daily basis is that well one we're bad evil people who exist to control the bodies of women and impose suffering on them and their children and two that we we can't be pro-life or be working to end abortion unless we solve a whole slew of other social issues um, in order to perfect the quality of life for every single human being on Mm -hmm. the planet um so obviously this is very like a very controversial sort of idea um and it's something that pro-lifers really struggle with responding to, I find. Right. Um, but generally speaking, the pro-life position is this, that abortion is wrong because it intentionally ends the life of an innocent, developing human being. Um, of course, we want to extend human rights to all human beings, and we see women and their unborn children as equals um, in terms of their personhood and their human dignity. And our ultimate goal is to be able to end the killing of unborn children in the womb through abortion and work to aid women when they're faced with challenging circumstances surrounding their pregnancies. And I definitely don't think it's a hot take to believe that alleviating suffering and extending support to (laughs) pregnant women is a good objective. Right, exactly. But like, let's say for argument's sake that we don't actually have any interest in eliminating any suffering or obstacles that pregnant women face and that we just care about preventing women from aborting their babies Mm -hmm. like let's say that we actually are bad people does our badness or our sinfulness have any bearing on whether or not abortion is moral 
I don't think it does. No, I don't either. Um, because no one is without sin. Everyone does bad things, but how good we are or how much we aid others or how much volunteering we do actually has no bearing on the central question of whether or not abortion is moral. Because morality is not defined by the goodness of human beings. I'd argue that volunteering and, you know, like dedicating your time and your resources towards helping others and caring for our neighbors are all really good things to do. And everyone should be concerned with those things and caring for others. Like, that's a great thing. Exactly. So we often get comments from pro-choicers on Instagram. One of them reads, since you're pro-life, I hope your organization supports and donates to indigenous communities, organizations that fight the opioid crisis and foster care because those are actual lives you need to be saving. Well, at CLC, we do actually have a fundraiser to help none of it moms. Being so remote, it often gets forgotten about in Canada. The government aggressively promotes abortion in territories, claiming it would be easier economically and socially because life is more difficult in the far north. We want to provide women with resources they would need to have their babies. We partnered with a Winnipeg-based company called Calm Air, who agreed to fly goods and services free of charge to Nunavut to be given to new and expectant mothers. Like, how great is that? Like, we we obviously, as pro-lifers, we do care about mothers and we care about supporting women in their pregnancies and beyond. So I think it's pretty evident that we do care about women. Um, but we'd also agree that, like, the foster care system needs work. The majority mm-hmm. of pro-lifers agree with that. And, like, all of these causes are definitely important. And I agree that people should be supporting these things. But by not delegating all of our time to fight these other causes is not actually a reflection on like the legitimacy or the importance of anti-abortion pro-life work. Mm-hmm. Um, like you wouldn't tell someone who's fighting the opioid crisis to drop everything and end homelessness. Um, otherwise, they aren't true to their mission. You know, like would you? Of course not. Um, but I think people kind of get caught up in the linguistic terms of this like political debate. So. The term pro-life is not a generality, so we're not referring to life in general per se, um, but rather the term pro-life is referring to the movement that is opposed to abortion. So like abortion and euthanasia are the two concerns of the pro-life movement, so like ending these things that kill innocent human life. Um, But we're not talking about causes in... This isn't a generality. so pro-lifers who are attracted to the pro-life anti-abortion cause will be inclined to work towards ending abortion because that's our objective um that's the whole purpose that's our main goal yeah like that's why that's why we call ourselves pro-life um and it would be irrational to suggest that we as pro-lifers need to solve every single social issue in order <laughs> to call ourselves pro-life um our central concern once again is the lives being ended by abortion exactly Another comment we got was, why don't you post about gun laws, police killings, mass shootings? This isn't pro-life, idiots. So first of all, like, I think it's funny. They, like, pro-choicers, they always have to throw in, like, personal insults. So, Mm -hmm. like, the term idiot, like, of course, they have to throw that in as well. It can't just be, like, the argument alone. Um, But once again, this is, like, a confusion of terms. So being pro-life isn't a generality. How would imposing gun laws um, end abortion? It wouldn't. Like, these issues are certainly important, and I think a lot of times these issues are intertwined. But if you feel called to work to combat these sorts of issues, then I definitely encourage people to do those things. Like, if you're passionate about a social issue, definitely go out there and do what you can to end that injustice. Like, Mm -hmm. that's great. I applaud you. Um, 
but like we can't be doing everything all at once um, and our, our talents are best served where our passion lies I think that the main argument behind these comments is just that abortion is not something that pro-choicers want us to end obviously so they attempt to kind of dissuade us from doing pro-life work it's kind of this weird phenomenon mm-hmm. so. and right and you can be against gun deaths without being against strict gun laws I have so many friends in the United States that enjoy going to the shooting range as a recreational activity. Um, Every single one of them is against mass shootings. Just because you support someone being able to buy a gun doesn't mean you support someone being killed by a gun. We're against murdering all innocent human beings. Guns aren't designed to kill children. Abortion is... The purpose of abortion is to kill children. Mm -hmm. People being killed by gun violence is equally as tragic as children being killed by abortion. We shouldn't use the tragedy that mass shootings are to push a certain ideology. Yeah, exactly. A couple of weeks ago, I was out having drinks with some friends, and they don't really know what I do for work, so they were kind of prying me, because they're, like, they're friends with me on social media, so they see my posts, and then I just said what I do. Like, I, normally, I just say, oh, I work for a nonprofit, um, but they, I don't always give details, because sometimes I'm just not in the mood to talk about it. But this time, I talked about it. Um, I talked about like all we do for women, like my Maeve here, she... Last week, she went driving around all over town to try to get furniture and supplies for a mother in need, and we work with local pregnancy resource centers. We get referrals from the Sisters of Life. And then he said, oh, okay, like, I can support your, or I can respect your opinion now that I know that you do this. But it made me feel like, oh, like, if we didn't do all this, he wouldn't respect my opinion because I can't just have the opinion that abortion kills children. Yeah. Um, I always tell people, like, if you have this opinion, we should be doing absolutely anything to help them but we don't need to be doing any of that to be against abortion. How involved someone is in helping the movement doesn't change the fact that the abortion is killing a child. Yeah, that's such a good point. Like, even if you weren't doing anything, it doesn't mean that abortion is moral, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, look at, let's look at some other human rights violations. When someone speaks about human or sex trafficking, no one asks them, hey, like, how many sex trafficking victims are you bringing into your house? How many people are you trying to save from this cause? Mm-hmm. Let's take Tim Ballard, for example, president of Un- Operation Underground Railroad. Railroad. They do amazing work rescuing children from child sex trafficking, but I never hear anyone ask him what he's doing about homeless children or how he's going to end child abuse. If we divide our time working to solve thousands and thousands of different issues all at the same time, we'll never get anything accomplished. There's nothing wrong with focusing on one issue at a time, and that's what we do with abortion. Yeah, exactly. And like circling back to the question, are pro-lifers bad people? We can certainly, you know, cover the the ethicality of how restricting abortion and preventing others from aborting their children could be permitted, um, and how and we can also discuss things like bodily autonomy. Um, But it's important right now to emphasize that pro-lifers are not perfect. Mm -hmm. We, just like everybody else, are susceptible to sin. Even if we are sinners, our moral status as individuals has no actual bearing on whether or not abortion itself is moral or immoral. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think people sort of have this image in their minds of what a pro-lifer is. Um, They see the pro-life position as like personally personally unattainable um but the reality is that the pro-life movement welcomes people of all walks of life even those um who've committed abortions themselves like Mm -hmm. we embrace those people um and we accept that despite our sinfulness we can embrace those who have been hurt by abortion and work to end this human rights injustice because that's what it is um thanks so much for listening guys hope Hopefully you'll see pro-lifers in a more positive light and that even if we do sin and make mistakes, our own shortcomings don't have a bearing on whether or not abortion is immoral. Tune in next week for a new episode of Womb with a View.